What's going on, guys? Welcome to this week's episode on the Awesome Bros Podcast. Today, we're going to talk to you about crypto. Now, you probably have seen it. Dogecoin hitting the moon, Bitcoin going crazy, Ethereum popping off. You're probably like, oh my goodness, what are all these things? I don't understand. Or maybe you do understand. But today, we're going to break it down for you. We're going to tell you what crypto is and how you can get in on the action. And just to keep it light and casual around here... We're going to give you the, the, the surface level of what you need to know about crypto. So when you walk into an event, you can look like the shit. Right? <laughs> exactly. So this is just the amount of information you need. You're not, you're not going to become a miner. You're not going to start digging deep, you know, start solving uh, blockchain problems. <laughs> but you'll just get a little bit of information, exactly, exactly what you need. Yeah, you're not and, gonna, without the headache. You're not going to be a crypto master at the end of this thing, but you will know a little bit of something to get you moving forward. Exactly. So first things first. Crypto itself is a type of currency, right? It's purely digital. It has no asset class attached to it, all right? Different from fiat money, which is like the US dollar bill, the yen, right? Fiat money, which is printed and has central authority, crypto doesn't. And the reason why crypto doesn't have central authority is because no one owns it. The US dollar is owned by a private organization. Cryptocurrency... It's not owned by anything because it operates on something called the blockchain. So, now, you probably heard this thrown around a lot. The blockchain. What is this blockchain? Now, the simplest way to describe it is the blockchain is basically like a big ledger. So anyone can go in there and edit that ledger. So if a transaction occurs, someone goes in there, edits that ledger, changes the Bitcoin holding from one address to another address. It's owned De- it's decentralized. So technically everyone has access to it. And the thing about the ledger is it confirms and stores each transaction. And this helps prevent fraud. Like with fiat money, which can be duplicated, produced uh, like inauthentically, cryptocurrency cannot. And the thing about it is it could serve different purposes. There's different cryptos that could be used for supply chain tracking art, digital collectibles, different things. You guys have probably heard the word NFT thrown around here and there, maybe in a group chat or two, right? <laughs> so you get a little angry and you're like, what the hell is all this? Yeah. That's the same the same type of topic in cryptocurrencies. Exactly. So that's what the ledger is used for. And just to t- touch base on NFT, NFT stands for non-fungible token. Now, what NFT is and why it's so super cool and really important to talk about is because... We're going through something that's changing history right now. For the longest time, art has always been this kind of thing where you can buy art and then resell it or hold it or do whatever you want with it. Um, But the original owner of that art, once they sell it to someone, kind of has no more relationship with that art anymore. And imagine if someone, say a musician or say a famous artist, created something and then sold it to someone. Now, that someone can hold it for some time and then resell it. And you know what's cool is the original creator of that piece of art would get paid a little bit on the next transaction. So anytime that piece of art gets sold, as many hundreds or thousands of times that it gets sold into the future, the original creator always gets a little kickback. So that's really important because that changes everything for artists, for creatives, for musicians, for all of that. That's revolutionizing what's going on right now. And we're definitely going to sh- see a shift from using fiat currencies and having people that are 
that are employed to do stuff like this that cryptocurrencies and the blockchain could handle automatically, right? So now let's jump into some things that people have concerns about. One of the things is a lot of people are worried about getting hacked, okay? So a lot uh, something that stops many people from getting into crypto is because they're worried about getting hacked. Just to just to put put it out there, a lot of people don't know this fact, but for someone to hack into something like Bitcoin, they would have to hack into at least 51% of the network that's responsible for running Bitcoin. And that task is virtually impossible, right? So although individual wallets can get hacked, the crypto itself won't. So that's something that most people need to know because, because people don't understand that the risk is not as much as they think it is. Another reason why crypto is extremely important is because there are places in the world we don't necessarily think about, but that there are places that need banks, right? In developed countries like the US, um, you have banks, right? You have financial institutions where you can walk in, you can open, open up a bank account, you can get credit, you can get a savings account. It's very accessible. Um, in a lot of third world countries, lots of parts of Africa, um, lots of parts of Central America, they don't have banking systems that are so well organized where you can just go in, get a checking account and get credit from the bank or get loans from the bank. So if people want to fund their life, they essentially have to rely on cash and fiat currency that they utilize over there. Now, a big problem, especially in countries like Venezuela, for example, the fiat currency got hyperinflated. So what happened is people had to take bags of cash to go grocery shopping. Like imagine buying bananas and you had to take like two or three bags filled with cash just to come back home with bananas and with some vegetables. That's what happened. So countries like that, they need to rely on cryptocurrency to bank the unbanked. So just to break it down a little bit smaller, there's two main types of cryptos. There's Bitcoin and then there's altcoins. So when somebody says to you at a, at a family party, you know, do you have any altcoins? You won't be confused, right? So there's Bitcoin and then there's altcoins, which is basically every single coin that's not Bitcoin. And altcoins stands for alternative coins. And the thing is, Bitcoin started in 2009 is the digital gold, right? It's the, it's the peer-to-peer type of crypto. Like people send it, people use it to hold value. It's just a good form and a good safe way to, to keep your money in crypto. And the second, like the big one, which considered an old coin is Ethereum. It's the second biggest in market cap, which is, you know, right under Bitcoin. Ethereum started in 2015 is a smart contract. So just to wrap it up, Bitcoin is used more for storing value and Ethereum is used more for its functionality with its automation. Exactly. Then you have a bunch of other altcoins or alternative coins, right? And all of these coins stand for projects. Now, there's thousands of them. So you have to watch out for which ones you actually believe in and which ones you do not. Now, and just to give a quick differential, there's coins and there's tokens. So just to break it down. So now you're probably asking yourself, okay, so the real question here is, which coin is going to make me rich, right? <laughs> That's what we want to know at the end of the day. So what you have to do is invest in coins and projects that you believe have a lot of value. 
the best way to do that is by diversifying. So most people recommend a 25% portfolio holding in Bitcoin, 25% portfolio holding in Ethereum, and the rest split between new projects and different types of altcoins. Okay, so what are some altcoins that you could consider? The first one that comes to my mind is a called a coin called ADA, which stands for Cardano, right? Now, this coin is exactly what I was talking about before. It is literally created to bank the unbanked in many, many different parts of the world. They've been in operation since 2015. The founder of Cardano is one of the founders of Ethereum. So this is a coin that could add tremendous value in the in a short and long-term future. So just to throw some other ones out there, we got VeChain, BNB, Chainlink, and Atom, right? So those are other types of altcoins that you should consider putting in your portfolio. Obviously, do your own research. We're not financial advisors. We're definitely not crypto advisors. Yeah. So do some digging and see which ones you like. A lot of altcoins right now in the game have anywhere from 2 to 7x potential. So it's definitely a good idea to do some research and jump into a few of them. Exactly. And every single coin comes with a project, comes with a reason. It's almost like its own company, right? So normally you'd be buying the stock for a company. In this case, you're buying shares, basically coins of a certain cryptocurrency. Now, when you own those shares, those become assets that you hold. All right, guys. Now, if you want to jump on this and actually get yourself some altcoins, invest in Bitcoin, you can use the link that's in the description that takes you directly to Binance where you can open up an account and start investing in all of these cryptocurrencies. BlockFi is another great resource you guys can use to actually deposit your cryptocurrency and you get interest back on that, sometimes even as high as 6% on your Bitcoin. So you know exactly how valuable that is compared to your checking account or your savings account. All right, guys, that was this week's episode on cryptocurrency. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. You can email us at askawesomebros at gmail.com or you can hit us up at IG, Chintal C, and Krushna1500. Until then, we'll catch you on the next episode. Stay awesome.